Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. It is my absolute pleasure to bring you the conversation with the wonderful Chessie King, the author of Be Your Own Best Friend, all round, fantastic human. I love recording this episode and hearing Chessie speak so honestly about so many things, it was my pleasure to facilitate that conversation between the two of us and I really think everyone listening now is going to enjoy it without tooting my own horn. Before we get into it, just a word from our sponsors over at BetterHelp. Now BetterHelp provide an online counselling service. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it is a licensed therapist speaking to you about your shit. It's a good idea to speak to someone completely independent from your friends and family about what's going on inside your head. So if something is affecting your happiness at the moment and therapy is something that you've thought of, but you haven't done it for one reason or another, be that long waiting times or the cost of it, BetterHelp are here to help you. And through the link in the description of this episode, which is for www.betterhelp.com, forward slash a need to read you will get 10% off your first month of online therapy it's not going to be 20 quid for therapy let's be realistic everyone it's about 200 dollars roughly depending on what you get but you can be in touch with a therapist within 48 hours you don't have to wait for months if you feel like it's time to get it sorted then it's time to get it sorted my final thing is i really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as i did as always. But without further ado, I bring you the wonderful Jesse King. Welcome to A Need to Read and thank you very, very much for coming on. I am very excited to chat to you today and I'm going to ask you that god-awful question of please do introduce yourself to everyone oh, if they don't know who you are. You are brilliant, Ed. Um, so I'm Chessie. I am a presenter. I am hopefully a big sister role model on social media, um, online and offline. BC before Corona I went into schools and tried to help support uh, teachers because um, they've got far too much pressure anyway um, students and then students parents and I tried to bridge the gap between all three little groups to help them understand social media a bit more um, body image mental health all the things that I felt like I wasn't spoken to about in mm. schools um and yeah i mean obviously corona i keep on making this sound apparently that's my sound that's okay. today a horse <laughs> now a horse um so yes and i just try and provide a slice of escapism with my instagram um mm. especially at the moment but we don't need to talk about corona do we we don't need talk, to we're gonna no. talk about books we we'll talk about books in a moment but i want what age are the kids that you're going to speak to or were going to speak to yeah so they were secondary school so it was okay. like 11 to about 16 17 yes yeah, and it would be yeah yeah i mean it's so we were just talking about tiktok generation and it is so easy to get lost in instagram in tiktok in twitter and for all of these platforms mm. there's all these things popping up and we just need face-to-face -face connection even more and also that's so hard at the moment because the way we are connecting is through our phones yeah i've just done as you know um not just done but i've just completed a 12 week 13 week completely offline um i say i completed it i didn't didn't actually set it out to be 
that long yeah. but I had it I had Instagram completely de- I've said completely so many times I've had Instagram off my phone um, as in I deleted it it was yeah. non-existent on my phone for yeah for 12 weeks and um, my screen time was like 20 minutes a day maximum oh my god it was phenomenal Did you feel liberated like when you're just you didn't have that those notifications of oh at Jesse King what you doing and yeah I never had those notifications on anyway but (laughs) it was just like the most freeing empowering thing and I had so much time yeah I literally found like I think I just like unleashed my inner child like I instead of just scrolling which I never really did too much but I definitely noticed like the amount of time that I was on my phone beforehand and instead of do, like just looking at other people's content and like kind of absorbing everyone else's opinions and like without like subconsciously obviously yeah. and the noise, I painted, I planted, like the house has turned into an art jungle. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, um, so yeah, I just think it it really helped me detach myself from the online world and actually just like find my true values and what makes me like genuinely happy not that whole like yeah oh my god I, I am so happy I'm because I'm having a massage or all of this like mm. I had none of that yeah corona. like it genuinely felt like the calmest version of myself like a disconnect to reconnect mm. kind of absolutely I've, do- I've done it before I did three months before and I felt great like I went on holiday and I didn't have Instagram or anything like that so like I went to Jamaica last year no one really knows that I went. I yeah. went with like, my uncle and his kids because he like won it in a golf competition. It was very sure. fortunate for me to win that Lovely. or go. <laughs> but not having Instagram when I was out there was great because like, I played cards with my seven-year-old cousin way more yeah. and like was reading way more except when I was first getting into reading. Yeah. And you do feel like zen. Like, yes. you, you feel like reconnected with who you are yeah. because there's a lot of other people online that can kind of make you question who you are. Definitely, definitely. I I read a quote, um, I'll have to get it right, but it really made sense. And for what you just said, it was like, I, can I read it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I am not what I think I am and I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Like it's so, it took me a while to get it. But it's literally like, if I think you're thinking that Chessie's speaking too much or Chessie's got spots on her face at the moment, so that's all I'm thinking that you're thinking I am. So I'm thinking, oh my God, Ed's looking at my skin. It's amazing. That's um, my friend Lucy Lord has chucked this at me before. Oh, okay, okay. Go on, Lucy. Um, I'm not what you think I am, and I'm not. It's very confusing, but. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally okay that's it that's I just all had I'm to, reading I'd had to stop there but yeah, it's that, so true yeah because people obviously put on a front and especially in social media like I one of my friends put a, like a picture up on her close friend story the day of her looking super super happy like with another friend and I was like why are you putting that on your close friend story and she's like oh well I feel like people might think I'm posting too much to them I'm like but this Aww. is your place yeah. to put pictures of you and like, if you're looking happy, it's far better than you looking all stern, moody. Like, people yeah. want to see happy people. Otherwise, you're going to turn into like a robot. A, yeah, a generation of just like 
dull faces. faces, yeah. And most of them are edited. Well, a lot of them are edited. Yeah. But I, I, I loved the fact that I used to think scrolling on Instagram or scrolling through TikTok was my like escapism. Mm. It was my um, my me time. Yeah, but shout actually, out to my mum, she does that. Really? Go on, mum, doing all the research. Uh, she, she catches up with what you're doing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason my mum knows I'm alive sometimes. <laughs> before before I took time off. You're three months dead. Yeah, literally. just shitting herself. Heard <laughs> <laughs> from you, Chess. Um, so I... I found that like even just 15 minutes of, of not scrolling, I had 15 minutes of say, just silence. And I'm so like, not so, I am better now. Mm-hmm. But I before I met Matt, oh my God, when Matt first met me, he was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna have a minute of just, yeah, quiet in my life now that mm. I've met you. Because it was, I was so frantic and so, chaotic and some people think that that's amazing but it was so strange like that's just my nature mm. it's written in my dna to be quite like i need to do everything right now like yeah, yeah. you king sisters are very um exuberant is that the word that's very kind of you i don't I'll know if that. that's the word yeah i think that that's very kind I, i'm very very you know, light, calm light up the room kind of like just happy and you, and you just you. bring joy that's that's, that's very kind and if Thank that's like you. frantic that's okay Thank you. Yeah, so it's for a different type of frantic than, like, I'll never push myself to the front of, like, uh, audition when I used to do musical theatre. Mm. I would never be the, f- like, first line. I'd no. always, ha- like, step back and just, but I'd still be very happy doing, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's strange. It's like a genuine happiness instead of a front. And I, ge- I, mm. I actually feel like I, I'm always on the same kind of, like, um, and I say this to my friends who go, oh, but you're, you're so happy all the time. Or people that don't really know me, they're like, oh, is it fake? But it's not. It's like I'm always the same kind of level of happiness unless yeah. something's happened that's really upset me or because yeah. I'm a human. But my energy will shift. So like I will, yeah, it, it, obviously like everyone else is like if I walk into a room of people that are my best friends, then I will literally just like congregate with that energy. I'll be like, yes, like... Yeah. But if if I'm sitting and listening, I will genuinely just be be quiet and just absorb yeah. what they're saying. But yeah, so I, I think swapping that mindset of going, oh, scrolling on Instagram is escapism, it's me time, and just actually going, well, what am I learning from this? If if it's mm. edu- if it's educational yeah, and like a need to read, like yeah. if, it, if, oh, you, if you're I mean, following yeah. your need to read, it's all Absolutely. educational. That's all you need to follow. Yeah, yeah, because you get everything and from it. King Double G. Oh, I mean, that's Double G. <laughs> Oh, the double G, honestly. It's, just, it's so funny that Bronte's got a double G. I've got a double G. And it's not... King is not with a double G. No. It's just It just has to be. Um, so, yeah, that's my thing. And something that I really worked on when I had th- that time is, like, forgiveness and letting go and surrender, surrendering. Yeah. Surrender has been my word for, like, lockdown. Oh, I like Like, that. this whole year. Because... And I, I did a painting of it because I just needed to get it down. I mean, it wasn't a painting. I sound like I'm a proper artist. Um, but anyone who paints is an artist. Exactly. It's creative. Yeah. Fully creative. Um, but forgiveness. So I did like a, a letter to someone that I thought I'd been hurt by. Mm. And honestly, this is an amazing thing for you to do at any point. And it doesn't even need to be someone. It can be anything like that 2020 has taken from you. You feel yeah. like 2020 has kidnapped something from you like a wedding or like living in australia living in australia everyone's, everyone's got that one bit that yeah they've been robbed of robbed of yeah, yeah. but it will happen it's just mm. gonna happen when it yeah it will happen when it needs to happen in its own time but 
I found writing a letter to that thing or to that person and say, I forgive you for, and it could be, mm. I forgive you for like 2020. I forgive you for bringing this thing to us that we have no control over and all of this yeah. and actually just surrendering, letting it go. And I just, I wrote it down. It was so long and it felt incredible. And I genuinely like scribbled it out. It's like, to, like a letting go ceremony, yeah. scribbling it out, ripped it up, shredded it. I didn't burn it because in London that would just not be safe. No. no. Um, unless I had a massive garden, which we don't. And honestly, I feel so free from it. Yeah. It's amazing. I haven't thought of the thing for ages. That's brilliant. Mm. So in, um, it's either Buddhism or Hinduism, there's a thing called metta, which is loving kindness. And I've done okay. a meditation course, and this is about 30 days. of you, you first start thinking of like people that you love, and you're, like, you visualise like, giving them love and showing them love. And then you start off by someone that you feel potentially like, impartial about. And then you move on to people that you feel have really done you wrong. And you sit there and you have to like, imagine filling them with light, like oh. not a euphemism. Like yeah. just, just, just in a kind way, yes. um, and it and it's really liberating just to say that like that person or that thing doesn't have a hold over you anymore. Because mm. if you do feel like contempt towards something, like it, it takes time out of your day to think of that, and when you think of it, you'll start a mental loop of absolutely. If this didn't happen, what would happen here, or why would this not have happened? And if you if you're like able to let go, like you said, like that's such a skill, and to be able to work on that. Just taking time off your phone to work on that. Yeah. So worth it, right? Absolutely. Oh my God. Incre like, it's so hard to explain the shift. I think everyone's felt the shift this year. But like, mm. I am genuinely like at a, um, I think because I, I had two heart operations in that 12 weeks of yeah. being offline. So it kind of shifted me both ways. And I was, don't get me wrong, I was so, I was at my weakest. I was yeah. at, I was in the most pain I could possibly ever experience, I yeah. think, because I never, I've never been to A&E, I've never, so basically I had um, my first operation, which was, uh, it went absolutely fine, yeah. it was smooth, and it was quite traumatising because I was awake for the whole thing and they were rummaging around in my heart, which in was the, lovely. In the gunshot wounds. Yeah, yeah, that. it was great, it's a little bit, um, it looks like a worm, but it's fine. <laughs> and then things kind of started to go a little bit, um, wrong and I had like shooting electric shock pains through my left arm right. um, left side anyway after my second operation because they took it out I was so mentally and I don't think I realised how much it affected me mentally because I was awake for all of it yeah. I was on my own for all of it because of not having someone in the hospital in there, yeah. and we had to do the two weeks quarantine before so I hadn't seen anyone for so long and I, I just felt like I had no energy and I remember sitting in, in my living room calling my sister Bronte. Shout out to Bronte, Shout King. Out to Bronte King. She's done an episode, go check that out. Um, and I just was in hysterics. I, yeah. I, but hysterical tears. And I was like, I wish I was laughing, but I was like, I, I just need to go home. I need to go home. And I was so weak. I just sat on the floor and I felt empty. And I, mm. it's so weird. I, I, I think because of obviously everything that's happened this year on top of that then going through yeah. two operations and not being online so but now I feel like I've really that was like the foundation that was like my right I need to do something about this because yeah. I could just wallow in self-pity that's a grinch every time I say <laughs> yes. that or wallow in self-pity um yeah literally I was at my I was at the stage where I needed to take control of my yeah. my life and how I felt and I and I processed all of that and I went right 
let's build back up. Like, yeah. let's do it slowly, but let's build back up. And my strength is just like, I, I, I honestly, I forgive myself for getting to that point where I, yeah, that, there's sad. the sound again. I, yeah. I don't think you even need to, like, it's not a case of forgiving yourself. I think it's just like an acceptance thing. Like, yeah. to, to go through that and to feel low is so, so natural. Yeah. And I suppose for you, like, what I think of now is like, does that push you on more with wanting to get into schools and speak to kids about, yeah. like, accepting this stuff mm. and God, yeah. just making sure that people can connect face to face? Because, like, two weeks before one of the probably scariest days of your life, you couldn't see anyone mm. apart from. Matt wow. and the and lovely Hugo. dog. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, like, that face, do you think it would have been a different process if you'd had, like, say, like, Bronte, you know, come round, your Definitely. mum coming round, just Definitely. sitting with you, yeah. holding your hand and stuff yeah. like that? I felt, like, welling up when you were talking about the operation. I was like, oh, Chess, oh, oh, so sad. Oh, <laughs> we, can, we can do it all again and you can hold my hand. <laughs> so I, pretend. Yeah, literally, just cut me open, Matt. Um, I, um, so it's, it's funny you say that because even when I was, like, 16, I needed someone to come with me, like, just for a filling, let alone a yeah. heart operation. But I look back now and I'm like, I, I have to physically, like, out loud say, I am so proud of you, Chess. Like, I am incredibly proud of you. And it was funny that the whole way through, I was saying, I am in pain. Whereas now I went, like, I have to say, I felt in pain. I was not pain. Mm, it's yes, like yeah, detaching yeah. yourself from yeah. I am, isn't it? Because you, when you say, I am angry, I am sad, you're telling yourself you are that feeling. Yeah. Instead of going, I feel angry, I feel sad. Like, you've got to recognise that and go, well, I, I was recognising it and going, actually, no, 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 no. I'm feeling that. It's temporary. It, yeah. God, this has taught me that everything is temporary. And it was teaching me something at that point. And actually, yeah, I saw that. They'll fly. You want to get involved, do you? <laughs> um, so that was that was brilliant. And I feel like a, an evolved human. Yeah, nice. Well, fantastic. A good bloody introduction. Thank you. I'm oh, sorry. That no, was just the intro. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just 16 minute introduction. So <laughs> we'll be taking a little tea break right now. No, no. <sighs> what? Like, where was the turning point for you? Because I know you say you've like, been a presenter. You haven't always done all of these different jobs that, that you do now. Where was the turning point where you're like, I need to produce something like your book that we'll, we'll talk about now, be your own breast friend? Breast friend? Breast friend, breast that should have been. It should have been. Oh, but for be Breast your... Cancer Awareness Week, I could just do a little... Change the cover. I will. Change the cover. Just for that. Um, <laughs> where was where was the switch up? Have you always been this... The person that you are saying, I know we're talking about you haven't, but where was that switch? When did you want to make sure that you could spread this message to a wider audience that might not... I might not uh, have connected yeah, with Yeah, you might before. not have connected with before. Yeah, I, well, going back to like be before Instagram, yeah. um, I've always wanted to help people. Like, I, uh, I've, I've, I'm so lucky that I've come from a very nurturing foundation. Like, my mum my is very supportive and so is my, my parents. But from female figures... Mm. I was always encouraged and um, just kind of told that I could do anything that uh, I wanted to without uh, without fear. Like I yeah. kind of grew up fearless, apart from jellyfish yeah. and, and and dentists. I'm dentist, but now I'm, I'm fine. So I can yeah. I'm, yeah, exactly. I make friends with the dentist, um, and I 
I think, so Bronte, my sister, I'm naturally a big sister yeah. to my younger brother and sister. So I've always felt that like guiding and nurturing and never like overprotective at all. I've just let them do what they need to do mm. and for them to come back to me and go, actually that didn't work chess, let's try this. And I, I've always said like experiment with things, like every day try new things that um, that you w maybe wouldn't do like with the help of someone yeah. going, well, why don't you just like, instead of going to the gym, why don't you try like a, bounce class like go yeah. on a trampoline or something or maybe not, not to do with working out but um like art art exactly or plants i will get onto the plants but i think just having that like experimenting when you feel your happiness and when you feel your best and i was a teacher when um bronte and henry were at school uh, at their school one of um, the teachers unfortunately fell very ill with cancer so I was brought in to teach drama mm. and from then that's when I kind of realized um, that younger people really did need a bit more support because yeah. of social media and the online world and they just needed a, a role model to look up to and go well Chessie's been through that so I can get through it too or yeah. Chessie's tried that so why don't I do that yeah. why, don't, why don't I give it a go um, and then when Bronte um, said, oh, you should use this thing called Instagram, I don't know how many years ago, about six, seven years ago, I was like, nah, there's the, the sound, it's obviously yeah. my famous sound. <laughs> um, and I said, no, people don't need to. And she was like, honestly, put your presenting up there. And I was presenting at the time, I was 18, 19, no, 27 now, so it was about eight years ago. Yeah. And um, I was presenting on red carpet and I was doing all these it, what looked like was an incredible thing and back yeah. then it was really cool but um yeah very not me now it was very like yeah. gossipy and like oh get simon cow to tell us his child's name as a exclusive and all this which was fantastic at the time but hilarious now yeah, yeah and it set me up for presenting and doing what i want to do and finding how i could use my voice yeah, yeah. in a positive way um and then from i think from from using instagram very um, very like surface layer like yeah. just look at me I look nice genuinely yeah. looking nice and looking good to then switching and going no actually I want to make people feel good not to yeah. look good to feel good and that took a long time it was definitely not an overnight thing like it no. wasn't wake up the next morning and go I want to change people I want to change like as much of the world as I can through yeah. my voice online um, so yeah, it was a, it was a lot, it was a long slow, eight years. Slow process. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Like I've, I think everyone is. Like, oh, everyone is. No one's, someone's got it worked out. No, even like I look at my parents and I'm like, wow, you still really don't know what. <laughs> no, 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 they no do. I'm, I'm the same. And yeah. like, my mum and dad will listen to this, but like no one's a finished like product. No. That's the whole point in life is to just navigate through like every little stage that you yeah. get to. And just try and be a little bit of a better person after each bit. Yeah. Because that's all you can build upon. Like, the only things you should ever do is try and do what you love and try and be a good person. Absolutely. Like. And, and this, like, kind, good person is, I think, on, on, it has to be online and offline. Mm. Like, you can't just be a kind person to one human and then be a dick to someone online. Yes. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you've got to be, you can't just switch your personal well switch your yeah yeah, yeah your, your your values online persona yeah yes. and i think uh, as well like i 
my values are very different now to how they were to what they were before and obviously that everyone's changes but like it's breaking down the things that I do most days yeah. and going okay why am I doing them why yeah. am I going for a walk not just to go for a walk like I used to go for a walk and just count my steps but now I mm. go for a walk for like just cleansing my mind purifying my brain and it's weird I used to listen to podcasts and yeah. music and all the time I'd have noise in my ears, mm. but actually now I just go for a walk in silence. Well, not in silence because there's so much noise in the world, but yeah. I can't listen. I can't be on the phone when I'm walking because I'm so distracted and actually my walk is for me. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's just, but that, that was an experiment that was tried yeah. and tested. I knew that I'd come back from a walk and feel like I haven't even been out for one because I, like we were saying when we were driving mm. sometimes you drive you get to the destination and go where did well, how did i just get here it's walking i have to take in everything i have to yeah. like all my senses like looking at the leaves falling like it's autumn and oh my god how incredible i found these birds over lockdown that i think are they they were there for me they're like yeah. parakeet and they're green and they're parrots and i learned this like and where this, are they they're, this is they're London. not they're not here. i know i know <laughs> they're in the park right and they're so incredible they're all in flocks flocks is that yeah, is that the so. collective gangs. of gangs of course nah. yeah gangs of parrots <laughs> and honestly they are such beautiful birds and i only found them in lockdown and i've lived here for years but yeah. it just shows that i had that time to appreciate nature and to look up and be like wow matt have you seen those birds and he's like oh yeah they've been here for ages but i was so distracted by life yeah i never heard them or i never because I was listening to a podcast, or a, yeah. and I'm not saying podcasts are no, 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 podcasts are great. They are the best <laughs> thing to listen to ever. But in the car, like just well, when whenever I, it suits you. That's that's the thing. Like you. we said, like it Absolutely. is. Like for me, I'll listen to a podcast maybe when I'm going to sleep if it's one that I'm like I'm not super interested in, but I like to listen to it. Oh, lovely! So this one you'll listen to to get to get you to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but while people do say I've got a calming so voice, good. I never knew that'd be the case, <gasps> but apparently so. Mm. Um, so before we go to sleep. And when I drive, yes. I don't when I walk. I like I'll listen to music when I walk, and I won't when I'm just like sat around. Whereas some people like listening to podcasts like when they're at work or when they go for their walks. Yeah. And, and I think like you're saying about the tried and tested mm. stuff, you have to work out when it's right for, for you. you because no one's the same. Yeah. And that's everyone seems to think it's like oh well that, that's good for that person. I'll do that, mm. and then it's not good for them, and then they'll beat themselves up about yeah. why it's not good for them when really all they need to do is stop trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Absolutely. And just accept what is and just work with what's good for them. Yeah, I love that. That's square in the Tao of Pooh, the square peg round hole thing. Tao of Pooh? The Tao of Pooh. So it's like Taoism is an ancient Chinese philosophy. Oh. And it's like represented in Winnie the Pooh. And it's a lot about like uh, letting things be as they are. Oh. So uh, if anyone wants early book recommendations, we got the Tao of Pooh by Benjamin Hoff. Lovely. I'm gonna. Yeah. Is that Wim Hof's brother? No. 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 Let me get one. <laughs> um, I will read that. Dao of Pooh. Thank you. Dao of Pooh. Right. <laughs> so that's when it started to be your own best friend. Let's talk about the book. Okay. I'll start, how long did it take you to write? Oh, a long time. Long time. Um, I think as as long as it takes to bake a baby. Not, but not, not as in like create a baby. <laughs> Gas mark oh, seven. God, please, three no. hours. <laughs> Jesse King. Bakes oh, babies. You heard it here first. Book. We've got an exclusive. <laughs> that is my next book. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I meant like when it's in the oven inside your 
tummy. So about nine, ten months. Yeah. Um, which doesn't sound long to anyone, but I was writing like every day, yeah. and it was when I was mostly traveling. So, um, yeah, traveling for work, and so I, it's it's strange. I read back on some of it now, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly where I was when I was writing that. Yeah. yeah. I was in Australia for a few of it, Japan for a few of it, for a few pages of it, um, Japan and Coast Moon, all the lovely places that I kind of just squeezed in. Yeah, because I think the universe was telling me before Corona that I should just get all the travelling in. Um, but yeah, I'd squeeze in like an hour of writing, like on Matt's back, literally, whilst yeah. he was sitting down, and I'd try and just write anywhere. Like you're taking an awful long time with the sun cream. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Jess? You're doing a pattern. Um, so I, yeah, it it took a long time to even get the structure. So for me, I had mm. so much I wanted to say. But I'm not very good at logically thinking, right, well, how are we going to write this? Like, yeah. how am I even going to... Oh, beepy beeps. That's all right. We need beeps. That's all right. Of course. Um, so I... Yeah, and, and then obviously the process of, like, uh, the different versions. There were, like, six different, like, editing processes. Yeah. And there were a lot of people involved after I'd written it all, yeah. which is incredible. I had a, a, an incredible amazing support team who was the publisher um harper collins and they were wonderful um but i yeah i wanted it to be educational um i wanted people to read it and uh, like even parents like i had so many mums saying Mm. um i cannot wait to give this to my four-year-old when she grows up or "I, i i've given it to all my friends and they've given it to their children or um one lovely comment about um, her daughter and the fact that she was she was her god no she was um her friend's child's god mummy yeah and her daughter had given it to her to read after she'd read it and she said um instead of giving her like the birds and the bees book like that she yeah. had passed down from generations she said when she turns 16 i really really want to give this to her signed by all of her her best friends or all of my best friends that have watched her grow up and I was like oh my god I love that because it's not just for my age it's it's for generations well I hope it's for different generations that um because women well I know that females in my life have all been through the stuff that I wrote in the book at all different stages of their lives um whether it's from periods to sex to body hair to body image yeah like sex jugs and body rolls was one of the sections and I tried to just talk about everything that I've ever yeah. thought of my of my being like that I never was spoken to about as much mm. as I wish I was like my mum was incredible at opening things up yeah. to us opening tampons up to us <laughs> back then it was tampons um, and now it's a cup but she was amazing at um, kind of breaking it down so it was normal for us to yeah. talk but I didn't have a big sister, so I kind of just had to... I was the eldest, and yeah. I kind of had to just do it myself and find yeah. out my way. So to pass that down... That's amazing that you've produced that, that someone wants to give to their child at 16. Maybe they're just avoiding having that conversation themselves. <laughs> yes, but like do it through you've, the book. You've created something that will like empower a 16-year-old to like think, do you know what, when I look at myself at this angle, I don't like it, but so many other people everyone thinks the same thing yeah what like because it's only going to get worse with social media and like a book like yours would be a brush of fresh air Thank breath you. of fresh air a brush of a brush of fresh air <laughs> for so many people Thank because you, Ed. it's 
it's not going to be spoken like it'll probably go through waves i think of being spoken about and mm. not being spoken about as there's going to be times where people are more like self-obsessed mm. and then there's going to be times where everyone's going to be liberated and like i think you'll probably see it in like book sales over the years you'll see the waves of like when these like trends come in but i think to be accepting of yourself and to like you say like be your own best friend is a skill that everyone needs oh thank you Ed. Like, yeah I, I really hope so and i it's funny because i released it peak lockdown i released mm. it in june and we were meant to have a book tour around all the schools yeah. and i wanted to go in and speak to all of these children that i was speaking to beforehand yeah. and go this is what I've written and I really hope that I you can... I've got this book, 1299. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was giving out copies. Yeah. I really wanted it to be like a resource that parents could access or, yeah. or at school, you could just pick up and read it for like an hour of reading or something. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I uh, like it was June, so obviously, how many months is that? You were off Instagram at the time as well. Yeah. Oh no, I just just launched it. You're right, just launched it, and then I came off a week later. Okay. Um, because I, I, it was almost for me like right, I've done everything I can. I've put like I didn't realize most authors write a book and then have time off. Like, yeah. I, I honestly didn't know that. It's so naive you, of me. You've like, you don't give a shit about the money, do you? No, of course I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I genuinely so nice. don't even think about that. I just think about the words in it that I hopefully help people. Like, I, it, yeah, I'm just looking. That's so nice. You're very, very altruistic. And like, I'm going to blow some smoke up your ass now. Oh, you, in terms of like being your own best friend, you do make people feel very, very comfortable immediately within your like company. And you just make them feel like you're one of their best friends. Like it's, oh. it's, it's such a nice trait. And for you to release your book and then to come off of your like immediate like marketing channel for that book where you've got 800 odd thousand people that are interested in you and interested in what you have to say to come off that and not worry about the money and to like protect your energy it goes to show like you're not it's not just bullshit it's not like you're writing like oh do this and then you just live the complete opposite life like you mm. are actually your own best friend and you take thank care you. of yourself and that is something i think people need to like take on board oh thank and, you Ed. like will the book inspire people to do that i think probably thank you i i re oh, that's really kind that i think for me it was what advice because i was i was to the point of like exhaustion and yeah. even though obviously my work was different because it was a lot of it was at home i was getting to the point where i, I was not enjoying it because i had just done it for so long yeah. and, uh, in in the six years i've been using instagram the longest i'd had off was five days like all together mm. uh, consecutively so i thought what advice would i give my best friend if yes. she was at this point she was at like that. this peak of like about to combust and mm. and i would literally sit her down and go or him and cuddle her and just and him and go <laughs> um you need you need time you need time for yourself you need that space that like that calm still like especially mm. at this time we we all need it and i would urge anyone i my instagram was deleted off my phone twice a week so completely yeah. off my phone two days a week okay. i have to actually physically delete it because otherwise your thumb naturally yes, habitually yeah, yeah, it's there. so cheeky that thumb it just swipes <laughs> swipes I, I always have on my last page of my yeah. phone just so it takes me a few swipes so that i got a little hack for you with that, oh, just go to on. interrupt so 
you can now, with the new iOS update, move your screen time into like one of those places where you put the apps. A widget, so lovely. So if, if you put your screen time before the Instagram, the TikTok, yeah, yeah. you then see it before you go on there, and it mm. does make you think twice. Yeah, do I need to Usually, I'll ignore it, yeah. but it does make <laughs> you think twice. Great, yeah. I love that. So so deleting it off my phone twice a week after coming off it for, for mm. three months is so lovely because... I, I notice when I get getting to the point where, and I do fall back into that, oh my God, I'm just going to scroll yeah, because yeah. It, it's funny on TikTok. And I know when, and that, I know when that happens because I'll get like, oh, so Jesse King is like, <laughs> she, like, oh, like oh, your, your three long. recent posts. I'm like, oh, she must be down the bottom of that three day scroll hole. <laughs> that hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I delete it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like just going back to that, what would you say to your best friend? Like, mm. uh, like it's being your own best friend, being your own parent, being your own sibling mm. being your own cheerleader being your own mentor it's all those things that you search for others you search for that thing in others yeah. like you can't and i spent so long searching for the perfect partner searching for my soulmate searching for um yeah a, a, like a, a best friend or a big sister or this and actually it's inside you like mm. you can be all those things and it does sound like I'm so, like that's a lot of weight to hold right yes yeah to rely fully on yourself that's why you need a community that's why you need I, I said like a solar support system you need those people around you that you can trust that you can genuinely get honest feedback from and obviously yeah. I'm not saying cut those people out at no. all you need you need those people but you can be all those things without like just trusting yourself and going does this feel right or actually yeah, asking that question, like, what advice would I give to people that I love? What advice would I give to others? And take that advice for yourself. Because you know, that's the things you, you, yeah, you, more often than not, you know. You do know. And when it comes to, like, self-love and, like, being a good person to yourself, you've got to be able to treat yourself as if you truly love yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something, like, that makes me feel quite uncomfortable, talking about, like, mm. self-love. It, it gets weird feelings in my chest, and I just did an episode on it. There's a book by Kamal Ravikant called Love Yourself like your life depends on it oh. and what he says in there is like think about all the things you do for someone you love like think about what you would do for matt mm. like if someone was like right gun to your head for you or matt you're probably like oh well just take me like yeah absolutely matt, okay. would you do that for yourself mm. and like what would what would you sacrifice for matt that you probably wouldn't sacrifice for yourself like mm. there's always going to be when you truly love someone you're pr you would probably sacrifice more for them than you would yourself whereas like so if, if people truly love themselves think about what they would sacrifice to put themselves in a better position that they just don't do. Mm. And it blows my, when I thought about it, I was like, Jesus, I really need to work on that. Aww. I was like, because if that makes me feel uncomfortable now, I'd, I'd like to maybe in a year's time be able to talk about it completely, mm. like freely and not feel like an uncomfortable feeling in my chest when I'm talking about it. Yeah, it's facing it. It's yeah. work though. Like, like we used to get given it's homework. Difficult. It's work and mm. it's not meant to feel like you've got it like yeah. like we said like four to 50 year olds will probably think exactly the same as you like that yeah. funny feeling and you walk away from it because you're like oh i don't like it i don't like it yeah but you have to face that head on and it's an everyday thing like brushing your teeth like uh, there was a something that i read the other day that was like you need to brush your mind like you need to mm. it, you, you do brushing your teeth because it's a healthy habit whereas we we never sit and just floss our mind do no, we? No, we, no. we never filter through all our thoughts and and now i do like that every day I mean for probably the last three years I've just had that it's recognizing those mm. things and then going okay how are they making me feel okay well uh, here's my toolbox my toolbox for complete calmness and happiness mm. whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed or pff, upset or 
hurt by someone or, or, or I've spent too much time on my phone. I can sit and pull out those things in my toolbox and go, yeah. right, painting, I know, takes me to the most serene... I, feel, I could be anywhere painting. Yeah, I'm so happy. deep, yeah. concentrated work. Not even like planning what I'm going to do. Just putting... I put music in and I am fully focused on that. And I know that I can do that for half an hour, an hour, or get lost in it. And I will come out of it being like, that thing before that upset me, I can I can properly process that now. Yeah. Or planting. I could literally go and sit and look at my plants or like think of like what they need. Just actually yeah. going... Right, what can I do to help you? It's like mothering. It's like, honestly, I want children more than anything. And that's why I keep on filling the house with plants. It's outrageous. The more plants you have here, the more likely Matt's going to be right. We'll just swap some of these plants and we'll have a... Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Um, But I think finding your thing, so it could, I mean... Like we've gone through it, like that experimenting every single day with what makes you feel the happiest and the calmest and knowing that you, like those two things and, and obviously going out for a walk or just like sitting with Hugo and just going fully into his world, taking myself yeah. out of my world and connect, obviously connect with animals is the best thing. Yeah. Um, but having those things and knowing that they genuinely make you feel better yeah. and, and to have those things is like um, having people that need like medication it's, it's genuinely like instead of taking a pill for me I will sit and yeah I, I had the option to take loads of pills for my um, heart condition yeah. and I said well I know what makes me feel better and I know that for me I, I would genuinely my heart will be more full and more repaired <laughs> with all these plants yeah. um, than, than having to take a, take a course of medication for the rest of my life and yeah. I know that there are people that obviously need medication I would never well, undervalue your, that well your choice of course, so, of course. Like, you, you get to choose that and I think how nice is that like a wholesome thing like a few hundred plants <laughs> can, not quite a hundred help. Ed come on <laughs> Matt's probably told you to say that <laughs> We're up to about 40. But going going to the plants, like just stripping it back down, right? Let's just let's just do a whole episode on the plants, right? If you have, right, so this mm. it all started because of the two-week quarantine because we weren't allowed outside. So I mm. bought the outside in. Of and I Love they that. yeah, they, they are proven by NASA, some of them are proven by NASA to purify the air, to give you all this love and life. Yeah. And for me, it was just giving me like purpose every single day for those two weeks quarantine i could not leave the door i could not leave the house and i was doing it for my operation matt was doing it for the safety of the hospital staff we weren't Mm. just doing it for fun we weren't doing it because we'd been away for two weeks we were doing it because it was like medical so for me i was like right well i need i need something to really look after i've got i've got obviously hugo matt looks after himself and um, i'm not his mother self-sufficient yeah it's very self-sufficient get yourself a boy who's self-sufficient exactly (laughs) he does not rely on you to do or they're watching um and 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 it was actually just like right looking at like the leaves and, and finding out what they need for growth what they need to yeah. look the, like the most green and the most healthiest and then it's actually just going back to yourself and being like well what do i need i need water every day i need food every day and i need i need love and affection but from myself and that yeah. is genuinely a plant and then i'll thrive yeah oh. That's we enough about that. plants. No, we sponsored love that. by plants. It's sponsored by <laughs> nature. We're gonna have a house plant house party. Ooh. I'm gonna have a massive one on. on I mean, who's gonna get with who out of the plants? I mean, the monstera and the snake plant are pretty tough. 
got some looks going on. Um, but I want to do it. I say massive. I really don't think many people will come. But I want to do it on Zoom or some form of um, online platform. And I want everyone to just have a party with their plants. Oh my god! You <laughs> it's are like I'm out. you are crazy in the best way. I love it. Oh, it's, it wild! Is, Thank you. You're gonna make an incredible mother one day to, oh, to a real so life kind. baby as long I as you stick so. it in the oven. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god! I really hope so. Let's um let's talk about other books then. Yes. So we, we've spoken about yours, and and honestly, I think this book needs to be read by very very everyone basically. very very everyone very Thank very everyone. that's the loveliest review i've ever got <laughs> every, very very everyone needs to read this one um oh. well i was stuck for words there but like what else do you read what where's your chill time with reading are you like a fiction or are you non-fiction i'm an eclectic mix of both so i over over this year i have read more books than i've read in my life mm-hmm. i i was told at school that i wasn't very uh, i uh, it's funny that I was told I was not very good at reading. Yeah, Hilarious because I love reading out loud, but people, like my teachers just put it into my head that I wasn't very good at reading. This is me. And I was like, oh, thanks. So they said, they said to my mum, instead of her reading a book, why doesn't she read a magazine? So she still gets like all the um, words. And I was like, hilarious. At the time I was like, brilliant. I get to read magazines yeah. in, instead of homework, reading books such a strange suggestion but now I'm like no I am good at reading I just read in my own speed like Mm. I'll I'll read something and I will literally take in every word I'll digest every word I know you're going to teach me a trick that's to read loads of words fast and still digest it but when I read I don't just read I like if it's a novel obviously Mm. I'm like fully engulfed in the story I'm like fully there I'm one of the characters but if I'm reading a non-fiction that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Those get yeah. mixed up. Um, then I, I like, I'm with my pen. I'm like, this is an interactive, like. Yeah, it's learning. It's like, learning, and I, I fully like, I go with my pen and I um, underline. I was about to say cross out. I cross out all the words. <laughs> cross out all the words I don't like, and I make my own <laughs> sentences and uh, make my own book. And that is how I may be your own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else's words. Oh <laughs> um, no, I underline and I, I like jot down little notes and and for me that is like I, I don't just yeah I, I wouldn't just read a book for the sake of saying oh I've read loads of books. Yeah. Um, I fully take the time and m- so mine and Matt's like night I'm not going to go through our whole night time routine because I don't think anyone needs to hear but (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we we make sure that we have a good chunk of reading time before we go to bed sometimes I'll be fast asleep by the time Matt's even opened his book but I try and get in like yeah 20 minutes to half an hour and it's funny because I'll try and read uh, I I normally have two on the go so I'll have a fiction and non-fiction on the go yeah before bed I love a story love a story because I love dreams yeah. and I absolutely love waking up and just Matt's like oh my god what what did you dream this morning what did you dream last night and I'm like oh my god so there was this person and then threw me down the stairs and all this <laughs> and I think that's from reading yeah, my novel yeah. before and I love always dissecting it and going like where did that come from but then in the mornings we'll we'll wake up at like 6.37 Hugo will wake us up and then we'll always have coffee in bed and we'll read for 10-15 minutes yeah. and that's when I have to do not have to I love it I choose to do Um, my non-fiction and that's when I go go and underline stuff and I'll only get through like three four pages in that morning because I'm really working through it well that's great and I love it and that that sets me up for the day 
people always confuse me like they need to read loads of, like in one big chunk or something like that but like I read non-fiction in the morning and nice. fiction at night time oh my god because twins. like yeah brilliant um, so Tim Ferriss does that and that's one of his big things because oh. it helps your brain shut down you're not worried about learning yeah. although with novels like we spoke about before we recorded yeah. like you do learn in the process and you actually probably remember more because you're emotionally connected to the characters yes. and stuff like that but when you're reading like non-fiction in the morning it's the first thing you're thinking about like for me I'll like meditate first and then I'll do a sudoku to wake my brain up and then I'll read some non-fiction wow which is mad because I'm well I'm going to be 26 by the time this comes out and like that is turning 6 yeah turning yeah. 6 26 Aww, happy <laughs> um, when's your birthday 4th of November <gasps> Oh yeah, we'll oh, see. Never. Wait, is that Remember Remember? Remember the Remember the 4th of November <gasps> of when Edward the Darling was born. That's what my sister Stop used to it. say. That and I used really... to hate it. Because I was like, I'm not a darling. I'm, I'm a big strong boy. Da- yes. And really, I'm actually, I am a darling. You are darling. Yeah. Yeah. Sweetheart, you're everything. <laughs> Thanks, oh, best friend. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, I feel like that is the morning routine of an older person and... I am so down with it. There's no time. There's no, no. age on morning routines. So you get some meditation, Sudoku, and read non-fiction in the morning. It's yeah. like my ideal That's start brilliant. to the morning. That's brilliant. Whereas it used to be like wake up, hungover, go get some water, and go back to bed. Yeah. Like I, I can't think of anything worse than having that dry brain feeling yes. in the morning. <laughs> it's so interesting how just a. I used to think morning routines were so like cliche, yeah. and honestly, even before like. Matt, I'd be like, oh, who who actually has structure to their morning? Like, I do whatever I want to do. But honestly, it really, like, it, that's, that's like, that extra slice of time just to, just to gradually, I wake up so quickly. Mm. I'm, when I'm up, I'm up. Like, I'll yeah. wake up at five and I'll be like, yes, like, good morning. Like, <laughs> let's go on a walk, you go, all of this. But now I'm, I, and I still do that, but I then have to sit in bed. I have to just have my coffee. I take sips, do my book and then I'm like ready I don't touch mm. my Matt and I don't touch our phone like an hour before bed and an hour in the morning and we don't habit. sleep with it in our room we haven't for years because like off I, I feel like both your jobs are like on your phone as well yeah. so it's constant demand I think everyone's jobs on their phone now yeah. like I, it's just constant like even mum mum's a yoga teacher and her job is now on her phone because she does yoga zooms so everyone this year yeah. has uh, and it, it's funny because even restaurants these QR codes whenever if we're lucky enough to go to restaurants now um, we like have to scan this code and my rule not even I don't set myself this rule but consciously yeah. I don't even touch my phone like the whole time I'm with my friends I yeah. try not to unless there's a really cute photo that I'm like oh my god daughter I want to just remember that yes. photo for life but having your phone out and then having to scan a QR code and then looking at menus I'm like oh my god everyone's on the phone everyone's on the phone and it's so weird this like thing that I need to kind of face now because it's only just cropped up that's like why is everyone on the phone I hate this like there's no communication it's yeah. so weird so I will consciously not scan the QR code I'll just look at someone else's because yeah. I and it, it's encouraging us all to then use our phones more yeah. and once you're on your phone and then you're on the menu someone will then go oh I need to show you this and then you're watching yeah. a video for 15 minutes and you haven't even spoken there's a there's a thing called attention residue as well so like when okay. someone's checking the menu and they get a texture or something even if they don't reply to it there's a small yes. like almost as if you were to like pull it away through like some water paint do you yeah. know what I mean yeah you pull it away and there's that trail 
there's that trail of attention that really wants to go and check that text. That's it. But they're, and you're so they're fighting it, and so they're still thinking about it. So you're not fully present in that conversation. So I, I used to be like that, and honestly, mm. if I had an Instagram post to post that evening, or I had an ad to post, yeah. or I was getting messages from my agency going, "You, you need to do this right now at seven o'clock or whatever," I'd be waiting for the moment I could go to the toilet to post that on my on my phone, yes, yeah, so yeah. that I was away from the table, but then I could post. And it got to the point where I was like, "What? I, I'm not even here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not even at this." Uh, yeah. like table with you communicating like i will i just think for everyone it's noticing when you turn to your phone is it is it to hide how you're feeling is it to mask yeah like emotions is it because you're anxious the person you're with mm. is it because it's easier to talk about something on your phone than it is to talk about it in real life like it's so funny that I can notice now like why I pick up my phone and I try and do it with purpose. I try and pick up my phone and go, I'm going to reply to that email and that's all. Or I'm going Going on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. And and doing it like with intention instead of habitually. Instead of going, I'm just gonna go on Instagram and check how everyone is. Like it's it's setting yourself that task. Yeah. And and for me it's quite like it sounds really strategic, but actually it saves me a lot of brain mental space energy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i like that Thank so you. when recently then let's go back on back onto the oh, books, books. Of course. yes no no no. i'm, I'm liking those conversations because these are a lot of gems i think people can implement in their lives but let's talk about books you've been reading of late or just in general favorites yes we'll go for a fiction okay. to begin with yeah what's the story you've been like lost in the most recently the family upstairs the family upstairs they're right there upstairs um <laughs> They're just with all the plants. No, I fully lost myself in that book. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, have you read it? No. What is oh it? my god! So it's so it's so tangled. Like, can't even explain what happens because it it blew my mind. But the the writing style was just something else. So the family upstairs. When she no, then she was gone. Fantastic. That was more like... This is a separate book. Sorry, yeah. I'm okay. just going to reel them off. All right. So, sorry, no. So, Family Upstairs. Family Upstairs. Who's it by? Please, mm, George. No, I'll, I'll please find, find out. out. I'll I'm find so out. sorry. Don't worry about that. Shout out to the author. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Um, so, sorry. Family Upstairs. Um, then She Was Gone. I don't know who that was by either. No, but cool. obviously it was great. Um, and the one that I read really early in lockdown that was the best was... Flat share. Oh, I've, heard, I've heard of this. You have to read it. It's is it great. quite modern, like a modern yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, like this is on the blurb, so I'm not um, unleashing any secrets here. But one, um, so it's a nurse, a night nurse, yeah, or a doctor. Sorry, uh, yeah, he he is one of those, and he so he works through the night, and he's trying to find a, a flatmate. Yeah, but they only have one bed, so he doesn't need it in the night because he's nocturnal. So he, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there, so he finds this housemate and she sleeps um, in at night and she like leaves for the day because she goes to work mm. and they keep on missing each other for years and years. Not years and years, months and months. Yeah. And something magical happens. It's so good. Lay back. And then, so I read one of her second, uh, her like, what's it called? The se- Not sequel, Se- but like, cool. Yeah, but it wasn't anything to do with that. Subsequent book. book. Yeah. Yeah. And it, let's just say it wasn't as good as the first one. But No, but the flat share is good. So flat share, family upstairs, and then she was gone. Then she was gone. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic reads. 
to and get lost in. Non-fiction. What's what's been a recent one that stood out to you, or just over the years? Has there been a particular book that has influenced your life? And like, do you know what? I'm so glad I read that, and like, you gift it to people, or you're so good at gifting books. I am. Um, so I'm pretty I, sure I've, I've, you gifted I've me. Gifted you a book. Oh my yeah, yeah. god, the fox, the mole, the hound, and the Something snail. Else. <laughs> <laughs> the boy. Sorry, Charlie. The boy. Yeah. So he. So it's so funny because um, the people who did our wedding rings. Um, Josh, he's amazing. He is best friends with Charlie, and oh. when we sat down, so it was like a few days after we released the, well, I'd released the book. Well, we yeah. did as, as a team. We had, and then he went, "Oh, don't worry, my best mate's just still number one, and you're number two on the Amazon charts overall." Oh and he was like, "I've just told Charlie to stop selling books so that you can get to number one." Oh. Bless him, he was so sweet. So I was like, "Hilarious that you know him." How he's old like was a, the guy that wrote that? Uh, I think he's like thirties. 30s. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He apparently is a hero. Absolutely. Yeah. And Joss was saying how he hate, he said to Charlie years ago, I think it was honestly decades ago, going, mate, those drawings that you do, I'm just not a fan of them. Just... <laughs> and then he's gone to like sell squillions of books. Anyway. Oh, that is funny. Um, that, is that a fiction? Yeah, I that's a fiction. Yeah, I mean, there's no talking horses in real life, is there? Oh, of course not. I don't think. In I, my mean, world. I, I just may not speak horse. You don't speak horse. I'm a horse whisperer. <laughs> um, Fern Cotton's books are brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Quiet and happy and calm. She's got three. Quite happy, calm. Happy, Two, quiet, happy, calm. Three good yeah. things to be. <laughs> and they're so, yeah, all, all three. But they're um, incredibly interactive. So you actually feel like your oh, okay, workshop yeah. like vibes. And she, she's just all around incredible human. She is amazing. Because um, I remember I watching her. Fern Cotton on like Saturday morning TV yes. with Dev and um, Reggie. Reggie? With, Reggie uh, is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's I, brilliant. And to see her like evolve into this like mindfulness, like Co- mentor, legend. Le- yeah, mentor yeah, legend. for loads of people. I love her. They're great. I know. So those, those books are brilliant. And yeah, just going through them and actually like, I love taking things that actually work. Like some, as what I tried to do with the book was make make it so, um, not simple, but to the point where it didn't need that extra like fluffy like all those long words that I'd gone on to cinema synonyms and yeah, like you know yeah, when yeah. you like you you just think that that's thesaurus, writing word yeah. of the day toilet paper it, exactly yeah. and I just I was like no because things that. I've taken away that really helped me are mm. so basic, so simple. Like things that I genuinely, my brain remembers and, and I kind of, yeah, really put into practice. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be all fluffy. And, and I feel like she's just very to the point and it really, like some of it resonates, obviously some of it doesn't. Like yeah. every other human, every human finds it's, You're, you're never going to hit 100% of the time. Yeah. Like if you can get a book and take 10 takeaways from it, oh, brilliant. Oh, I like that, 10. And I think you don't need more because Mm. you're probably going to read more books in your life. Absolutely. And you've only got a certain amount of space in your brain, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you do. And to digest a whole book sometimes is a bit overwhelming. So it's just Mm. like, yeah, taking it, implementing it in your daily life, again, going, okay, does that work for me? Yeah, it does actually. I feel fantastic. Or I made uh, someone's day today. Like like little things that I... So I, I, I tried to make it not just about 
us it's about the outer world and how we can impact like the outer world and um things that maybe you wouldn't think of like even just the simplicity of holding a door for a mum with a pram or like saying oh do you need to carry down the stairs like tubes Mm. i see so many people in london just like running obviously last year running fast (laughs) and bumping into each other and going actually how can i just and not even now i don't even think about it i just do it yeah but yeah so fern cotton fern cotton and that's three as well so yeah that's three books that's knocked them out of the park so to wrap it up what i'd like is your three tips your three number one tips to being your own best friend okay so it's so funny because i got them all written down right (laughs) (laughs) um any time that you find yourself speaking negative, 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 it's been a long podcast, my mouth is gone. <laughs> um, anytime you, yes, you speak to yourself unkindly, um, even just before this, I spilled water all over me and I went, I'm so silly, I'm so stupid. And Ed reminded me, very, very well done, <laughs> very well done. <laughs> So watch, the, watch how you speak to yourself. Yeah, careful how you speak to yourself because your brain does not determine the dif- it can't differentiate between you being serious and you being um, yeah you joking. Like genuinely, if you say I am stupid, your brain will take that. Yeah. If you keep on telling yourself, so every time you catch yourself, and it's the first step is actually noticing it. Mm. Um, even if it's just about like your uh, work or your body or your confidence, and going I can't do that or uh, yes, yeah, speaking in front of a room of people or a Zoom call of people at the moment, um, I can't do it. What, like, step back and go, right? What would I let anyone else say that to me? Would yeah. I en- any? Would I ever let anyone say, "God, your legs look awful in those shorts," or yeah. "No, you can't walk in that room and speak to those people"? Would I ever say that to anyone else? Yeah. No. Would I ever say it to my sister or someone that I loved or even a stranger? God, yeah, that book you wrote was terrible. Yeah. Would I? No, like are, I'm honest. There are people out there that would. really think that that's an appropriate thing to do. Like when they like give people, oh, this was a rubbish book. Oh. Like, I really hate how this. Not your yeah. book. Don't no. mind about oh, that. I don't mind about that. Um, I but I just think it's feedback. amazing why people just the mind negativity. It. Yeah. And you know what we were saying earlier about taking your own advice. Like if you're not even going to take your own advice, certainly don't take your own criticism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly, yeah. That critic, so it's it's one question, the first question to yourself is, would I let anyone else speak to me like this? Second, would I ever speak to anyone else like this? Hmm. And and then three, like what advice would I give to my best friend? And yeah. it's going back to that place of being your own best friend. Um, but also it's funny you say that because the people that, are criticizing it, it, it's that quote isn't it that no one that is, is super happy and fully content with their life that is up there like oh my god i i i'm just this is such a such a bad way of saying a quote go on just spit it out we don't mind no i know but i, I know what i want to say so those people that are super happy with their lives that genuinely are like fully wholeheartedly yes. content they would never, ever look at people and go, oh my God, she could have done that so much better. Or, oh my God, what is she doing? What is he even speaking about on this podcast? Because they are so happy with their life that yeah. they're not even distracted by negativity. Whereas 
the people that are trying to catch you out and waiting for that moment that you slip up or even just like in their heads you are a bad person even though they've never met you they will always be like like a magnet they will always just be drawn to the worst side of things they'll always look at the yeah they, they need to Blow out your candle to make theirs shine brighter. Oh, yeah, we like that one. You got there in the end, didn't I? I mean, it was a long way round saying um, such a short thing. I I agree, obviously, with that. You don't have to agree. No, 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 I do. I do agree. And I think one thing with the podcast for me is being able to chuck myself out there. Mm. And if there's going to be negative feedback, like what I want to say to people is guess what? Like you literally don't have to listen. You don't have to follow. You don't have to do anything. And I'd like to empower people to either stop listening or like continue listening. Because like there's people out there that this podcast helps and there's people out there who won't like the podcast. So they might Mm. like one episode out of 50 and they might not like the others, but that's, absolutely fine with me and I think it's quite nice for me to be at a stage now because I look back a year ago Mm. in terms of like how happy I was with who I was I wasn't at this stage Mm. where I could chuck something out there and really not mind how people took it I think like working on yourself to be able to just accept what potentially other people say is so important oh that's so glorious you oh, are it is. wonderful. You are wonderful. <laughs> it's, you're so kind and considerate. We, we, it's so funny between. So I've only ever met Ed once. This is the second time. But Bronte, my best, my best friend. She is my <laughs> she best, is friend. best friend. She's sister. my sister. My but best friend. Your best sister, friend. Yeah. My sister. Um, and she, yeah, it's so funny. We always say Bronte and I would always leave the conversation just going. You are so kind and caring and considerate, and like the the words just fall out of our mouth every time. And Ed's latched onto it. <laughs> oh, Chess, you are so considerate and so kind. But honestly, the mo- more specific, I know that that's obviously a joke, and we don't we genuinely mean it, but we don't think about what we're saying before we say it. But the more specific you are about, um, like your um, thanks, like in, yes, it, yeah. yeah. At the end of this, if I just said, oh, thanks, Ed, that was a great podcast, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. It, I'm so, I always say thank you to, like, my, my parents laugh so much at how much I say thank you now. Um, they're like, wow, it really worked, our, us bringing you up yeah, to, say, yeah, to, just, to be grateful for things. What's happened to Bronte? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, bless her, she got lost. Um, but it's saying, like, thank you, but for specifics. So if, if a friend has helped you move house, going, thank you so much for taking the time out to pack the car, to take mm. all this stuff out, and you just made it so much easier for me, and thank you for being yeah. there. Instead of going, thank you for helping me moving. Yeah. So really focusing on uh, on the specifics of that thanks because it makes yeah. me feel better and it makes you feel better i find this with compliments yeah i think the more sincere the compliment and the more at like accurate yeah uh, i suppose accurate subjective but in terms of like precise yeah so if like i i saw someone the other day and she had a new tattoo and i was like oh my god i love your tattoo like where's it and i was like so interested in it and you see people's face like light up because you've taken notice because you've taken like you've taken the time to be specific about mm. what you instead like instead of going something. you look nice yeah <laughs> like, oh you look nice but like, oh I really like your hair I never forget once me and my ex girlfriend were like walking back from a festival so I was I was obviously feeling more loving than normal <laughs> and I just looked at her and she's like what are you looking at I was like I just love your hair and like I saw her face like light up I never would have said it usually That's but like so when you're funny. specific about something yeah. like it does make people feel really good and if you can like it takes nothing out of your day mm. and you can make someone else's yeah and it's yeah, exactly it's so much more attentive and it's that whole like present awareness me seeing the birds up in the trees like yeah. oh my god those birds I-, I love them instead of going 
oh, I love going for a walk. Like, why yeah, yeah, do you love yeah. going? And you're telling yourself as well. You're like, and it, 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 yes, we've spoken about image stuff, but actually taking the time to be like, that friend makes me feel so at peace with myself and so mm. comfortable with with who I am instead of just, oh yeah, she's my best friend because yeah. she makes me feel nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. breaking nice it down. Nice is such a shit, oh. is it adjective, verb? Who knows what All it is. All of it. Yeah, yeah, what's describing word? I'm so glad we went adjective. to school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I went to school. Yeah, well. <laughs> education. Um, I'm really sorry, they weren't even three, but I feel like in, in the podcast, there was more than three. Ten. I hope so. Yeah, take, take, ten, take ten takeaways. Take ten. You're yeah. fantastic, honestly. Thank you. Even just from like, no, I, I mean it, just like you're as much of the story, or as much of your story that I know, it's just fascinating to even dive into your brain in this hour or how long we've run on to and just listening to your slices of wisdom. It's amazing. You're golden. Thank you, you very are. much. Oh, I've got a massive grin on my face. That's very, oh. very kind. And thank you. So much coming on. I loved it. It I was a good podcast. It was. It no, was a good. Yes, it no, was very good. What it was, it was very, very interesting to see where you come from, and it was wonderful <laughs> to see where you are now. And to Thanks. know that six months ago you might not have had the same thoughts that you have now. Mm. And like, it lets people know that there will be people that looked at you a year ago and go, "Oh my God, Chessie is the Finnish article." <laughs> and like, you know what? no, no, no. Everyone, Never. everyone has like growth to do, and it's nice to see that you're like you're on a continual search for that and. You've got very good habits that will be able to sustain that. Sustain, not sustain. What's um, the difference between sustain and sustain? I don't sustain? even know if su- sustain is a word. No. Sub- sub- substance submarine. is a sub- word. Sub- You've got yeah. gritty substance. Substance. Um, um, everyone who's listening, though, I genuinely think if you... It, it just take the time tonight to do that letter of forgiveness if it's forgiving yourself if it's forgiving this year it's if it's just forgiving a family member or friend who has upset you and actually just writing Mm. it all down if that's the best way for you or just painting it or getting it down in some way and doing it for you and just letting it go and just processing those emotions and honestly it felt so liberating for me and I think that it's something every it's so accessible isn't it you just need a pen and paper everyone can do it so yeah that's amazing. That should be your number one takeaway. And then if you've got others... Go back and jot them down. Yeah, jot them down. <laughs> or go back, I mean, go onto someone else's phone, re-listen to the podcast, uh, you know, get them download numbers up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, honestly, thank, thank you, you so guys. much for coming on. It's been a wonderful experience. You are going wonderful. Into this. Extraordinary. And where can everybody find you? Um, uh, in... Do you want my address? No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, so on Instagram, um, Chessie King, double G, and um, I don't have, t- I have TikTok, but my username, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. my username is 15 <laughs> letters. No, don't, don't no I'm joking, TikTok. I don't even use TikTok. But yeah, just Instagram, and um, if you want to email me, please email me and we can chat. Yeah, and everyone that's listening, if you haven't been convinced to buy be your own best friend, then you're bonkers. <laughs> basically. And I'll chuck a link for it in the description. Oh, I'll chuck a link for um, Chessie's Instagram in the description. Thank you, Ed. I can't wait a, for your book. One day. One is that day. an exclusive? No. Nah, I just I've, made I've, it I've up. Spoken, no, I've spoken about it before. Okay, I've got yeah. a few ideas. That's what I'm going to do in Bali. Is sit Brilliant. down yes. and write. Yeah. And just work out how I write and what I want to write, basically. Perfect. Brain dump. Look into myself. 
Well, thank you very much for listening to that conversation with Chessie. What an absolute legend she is. And it was such a pleasure to chat to her and even to re-listen to that conversation. As much as I hate the sound of my own voice, I love re-listening to that conversation brought by all the mems. It was great. If you enjoyed it, all I would ask is share it with a friend or give us a review, follow, subscribe to the podcast. I've got plenty other conversations not similar to that, but along the same lines with loads of other guests. So check out the backlog. Follow us on Instagram is at a need to read with the number two and not the word. Now, the subject of the book, be your own best friend. If you are going to buy Christmas presents for someone this year, get the gift of a book. Be your own best friend is going to be the best gift that you can get for someone mid to late teens, 20s, female. You've got to do it. But that'll be it from me. You know where all the sponsor information is. You know where all the links are. It's all in the description. So I'm just going to leave you to it. I love you. Bye.